Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. Hey, it's time for another exercise in foodie fun here on Cooking Something Good. Good morning. We can't wait to get this one going. It's going to be a fun day, a fun show. We're going to talk about some great food, a couple of recipes. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to have the Sharila deal of the day, the foodie know-it-all, the dear Dave, chances for you to win all kinds of great stuff going on today on cooking something good. So let's get this one off and running. It's time for today's Sharila deal of the day. Every single day, your good friends here at cooking something good, and by your good friends, plural, I mean me and Jack the intern, bring you a great deal on gift certificates to food-related items, whether it's uh, equipment or a bakery or a restaurant. Today, it's a great deal. It's in the Portsmouth, New Hampshire area. It's actually in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It's called La Maison Navarre. It is a authentic French experience from the pastries, the crepe, uh, the bistro menu, the wine bar. This place is great. I absolutely love it. Uh, the owners are both from France. It's a $20 gift certificate for just $10. You can get it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It is today's Sharila Dila the day. Hey, it's that time again every single day. We here at Cooking Something Good answer a question from one of our listeners, and that listener wins a gift certificate. It's really a cool deal. We call it the Dear Dave Question of the Day. And today's gift certificate is a $30 gift card to Fratello's, a great Italian restaurant right in downtown Nashua. Today's Dear Dave Question of the Day comes from Kathy in Kittery, Maine. And Kathy writes, I'm having a small dinner party for six old friends next month, and I want to make sure I don't make anything that may cause someone to have an allergic reaction. What food should I stay away from? Thanks, Kathy in Kittery, Maine. Hmm. Kathy, there's three things you can do here, right? You can call your friends, email your friends, text your friends. You can you can get an Uber, go to your friend's house. You can You can string wire to all your friend's house and get an a, a like an empty can of, of beans and pull them together and use those old-fashioned phones we used to make as kids. And you can ask any of them if they have allergies. 
you can not have a dinner party that has food because allergies are nothing to fool around with. And even though they're rare, they can be deadly. So you don't want to just guess. Or you can tell everyone that we're going to have drinks to start with and then order to-go food and ask people what they want after they get there. And obviously, the person with an allergy will not order something that will make them violently ill or even kill them. This is nothing to fool around with. So, you know, unless you know the variables, you know, who is allergic to what or if anybody at all is allergic to anything, you just can't guess. Much, much too risky. Easy as that. Kathy Sank, Sanks. Sanks is either thanks without using the TH or it's me trying to put thanks and sank a coffee together. Thanks for sending in your Dear Dave question of the day. You win that great gift certificate to Fratello's Italian Grill in Nashua. And uh, everyone else, if you would like to win, all you need to do is send in your question of the day to Dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. In the subject line, put Dear Dave, and if we read yours, you're a winner here at Cooking Something Good. When it comes to those things in your kitchen you determine to be necessities, everyone has their own unique style. For some, it's just the right cookware, and for others, a certain fish sauce and a brown sugar from Barbados are must-haves. And for me, it's a good extra virgin olive oil. And in my kitchen, there is always only one, and that's Manny's Olive Oil from the Greek island of Crete. Manny's Olive Oil is harvested by hand, so rare in this day and age. Not some huge automated machine. That means no chemicals and it means only the best olives make it into each bottle. Manny's olive oil comes from his family's own native olive trees on Greek's largest island, Crete. This affordable, gourmet olive oil has a unique and bold flavor that can't be found anywhere else. Manny's uses only the highest quality of olives, which means they produce the highest quality olive oil. Manny's Olive Oil is for sale at cookingsomethinggood.com. Manny's Olive Oil from Greece with love. Hey, gastromaniacs, I want to tell you about a game-changing spill recovery solution for every home and every industry. It's called Spill Solved. Whether you have a residential, commercial, or industrial spill, Spill Solved works faster cleaner and safer than any product on the market and it's reusable. SpillSolve works instantly on all kinds of spills, leaves no oily residue and it leaves the affected area safe for foot or vehicle traffic immediately. It's great for restaurants, gas stations, workshops, airports and any other space where spills occur including, yes, your home. It's simple to use, cost-effective, self-stored, and non-biodegradable, which means it doesn't break down and release what is absorbed, which means it's better for the environment. SpillSolved is truly an amazing product, and you're always going to want to have SpillSolved nearby for when that nasty spill happens. SpillSolved is for sale at cookingsomethinggood.com. SpillSolved, the new standard in spill recovery. Here at Cooking Something Good, with us is John Furman from Bub and Mudda's. Mudda's? 
Mothers. Mothers. So go ahead. Tell me about yourself and your company. Yeah, so, so Bub and Mothers is a veteran-owned gourmet dry rub company with a main attitude. And a lot of people ask, <laughs> what the heck does that mean? You know, I, I've, I've been around sales and marketing most of my career. And, you know, when I got involved in this, really what, what turned the corner to get us going was to say, you know what would be really a good hook is let's make some good barbecue products in a small Maine lobster village. And, you know, I know people say well, that's, that's unusual. Like, well, yeah. But, you know, one of my, one of my good friends, and actually he's been a, a big advisor to us in business, owns several very successful restaurants. And many years ago he told me, if you ever want to get a great steak, go to a seafood restaurant. And why is that? I, why? And, I, I, you know, to me, I mean, I was like, well, gee, why not why don't I fly to Colorado to some beef place? He goes, no, no. He said, if you take a typical party of six at a restaurant, one of them hates fish. So in a good seafood restaurant, they're going to go the extra mile to buy a little bit better quality steak, cook it up really special, so that that person that doesn't like seafood raves about that restaurant. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Huh. That, right? does, that does make and, sense. Yeah. So, you know, when I was thinking about it, I said, well, the one thing we know is nobody's going to open up a barbecue company in town besides us, so we're not going to have any competition up here. But, uh, you know, the real thing is, what a lot of people don't know is, in 1733 in Salem, Massachusetts, down your neck of the woods, the word barbecue was used for the first time in an article. And, you know, in a joking sort of way, we said, well, you know, back then, Maine was actually part of the Massachusetts colony, so Massachusetts is busy with a Revolutionary War and all that stuff, so we're going to steal barbecue. So we embrace it as our own and say, you know, real barbecue comes from New England, not where you think it comes from, you know. And, and we wanted to blend it for that Maine or northern cook. And what I mean is, when it's 20 below in a blizzard, at my age, I'm not shoveling my way out to try and light up a smoker. A, you're going to have a hard time keeping it lit, and B, temperature control is a nightmare. So I wanted to put together spices that you could do low and slow in your oven in the kitchen and still get great barbecue. Well, thank you very much for saying that, because that's uh, a lot of people, and I've said it on the show several times when we talk about barbecue, a lot of people don't have smokers, a lot of people don't even have grills. That's, that's exactly right. You know, when you look at, I mean, you know, they do studies and stuff like that and say, you know, 70% of American homes have a grill. Well, you know, I don't know if all of them work, you know, but you, you've got 30% of the population living in apartments, condos, areas where they can't have a grill or they simply didn't, didn't buy one. And yet, even though barbecues have been around for, you know, almost 300 years, there are restaurants opening like at a rate of three to one over every other category is, is, is barbecue. So it's still incredibly popular and, you know, as well, it should be. But yeah. I basically listen, it's, it's simple food. And what's, what's interesting. I learned dry rub when I had the opportunity, I was living in the Carolinas for five years. So when I came up here, I, I really wanted to not just have that main attitude. I wanted to have a main twist. So, you know, some of your staples in a typical dry rub, brown sugar, for example. In our dinner dust, we substituted that out and we used maple syrup crystals. Huh. And, and those are made right here in Maine. 
and in the uh, in the honey and heat, we use honey crystals. And I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to stop you right there because the honey and heat. And I, uh, I looked at your website, but before I looked at your website, I made a margarita with it, and now I see that you actually have a recipe on your website. Yeah. And I used it on my margarita, and I actually uh, made a brisket, and I put a little bit of brisket uh, in the margarita also, and I did it with a Bloody Mary also, and it yep. was really, really good. And I also see the baked cauliflower and breadcrumbs, which I saw on the website and tried last night. Fantastic. And that was with your um, – it wasn't the uh, honey and heat I used on that. I can't remember what I used on that. But you, got a, you, you have a lot of different rubs. Well, we have a, our two primaries are our Down East Dinner Dust, which is – a milder blend, and the honey and heat. And even the honey and heat, is, as you know, because you've, you've used it, our heat, quote-unquote, is chipotle. So it's, it's a smokier heat. It's not a in-your-face. You know, we didn't want to design this thing so that somebody said, wow, that's really hot, and they had no idea what they were eating. You know, was it meat? Was it a vegetable? Yeah. Couldn't tell because it was too spicy. So we figured, let's use... Chipotle, and what I like about Chipotle is it's it's a late bite, you know, so you, you're sitting there going, geez, this isn't very spicy, and then all of a sudden you go, oh, there it is, and and then you get the taste. And a lot of times we'll use our dinner dust to make the main dish, the meat, whatever it might be, whether it's ribs or uh, pork shoulder or a brisket, and we'll use the honey and heat on our side dishes. Yeah, I, used okay? the, I did use a dust on my brisket, and that's when I... Uh... We've been kind of going back and forth on email, and I've been me- we've been really busy, but I've been meaning to get back to you because I get a lot of samples now and of, of a lot of stuff, and, and some of it you're like, man, it's all right, but this was really, really good stuff. So I was impressed. Well, thank you very much. I mean, I think that the biggest thing is, you know, for us, like people say, well, what's the difference? Well, first of all, it's 100% natural. Every ingredient you can read right on my bottle. And, you know... The word with the most syllables, I think, on the on the bottle is paprika. All right, so there's nothing there that came out of a lab. There's nothing there you can't pronounce. And you know, people say, "Well, geez, you didn't put preservatives in." I said, "Well, generally, they don't last long enough to need a preservative." You know, because while we designed it to to be a a, a rub for for meat and poultry and seafood, our customers are telling a whole different story. Like you said, with the with the cauliflower, that recipe came from a gal who's a vegan. Yep. And, you know, and she also uh, makes a black bean burrito. We've got people that tell us you should try it on popcorn, uh, eggs in the morning. One of our restaurant owners, in fact, the, the restaurant owner that came up with the margarita mix said, oh, I love it on avocado toast. And, you know, again, I, it's not that I've lived a sheltered life, but I didn't even know what avocado toast was until they mentioned it and I had to look it up. So, you know, I was like, wow, they they... they they use it on everything. And, you know, last year with COVID, to kind of keep things going for us, we did a contest with our customers that was called, What's the Weirdest Thing You've Used Our Dry Rub On? And the gal who won, uh, what she did was she sliced pineapples and she put the honey and heat on the pineapples and then dehydrated them. Oh, cool. Yeah, right? And I'm sitting here going like, you win. I never, you know, I mean, in our wildest dreams, that's not something we would have thought about. Hey, you know? th- 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 when you have rubs that are this good and, and, and it's always fun to, to experiment, especially 
I mean, I love experimenting when I'm not cooking for other people. Today I'm making some, uh, on the recipe of the week, I'm going to make some plant-based sausage, and I'm going to add a little of the honey and heat to it with the into the um, peppers and onions and try to get that little smoky. I'll add some sugar, so it'll be like a caramelized smoky, and uh, we'll let our listeners get their opinion on that and try that also. Hey, we got to run, but the website is Bub and Mothers, uh, Mudda's. Mudas, it's B-U-B-N like Nancy, M like Mary, U-T-H-A-S dot com. You can find all their products there that you can order online or the stores they are in. John Furman, thank you so much for being with us. Hey, my pleasure. Good luck. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Hey, all you foodie gastromaniacs. One of the questions I get all the time is, You started your broadcasting career later in life. What did you do before you were a cooking show host? Well, for 14 years, I was a stay-at-home dad, which was great. Honestly, it was the best job I've ever had. But for 28 years before that, I worked at, and then I owned and operated a waste and recycling company that was started by my grandparents in 1947. It was called Dusso Trucking. And over the years, I met lots of great and sometimes not so great owners of other waste and recycling companies. Now, of all the trash companies anywhere in the country that I've met, my favorite is a wonderful family-owned business called E.L. Harvey & Sons. And no matter what your waste disposal needs are, this is the family-owned business you want to work with. Yes, family-owned and family-operated since 1911. Same family. There's no corporate big listed on the stock exchange company here where you're just a number to them. E.L. Harvey is truly family-run. If you ever go to any of their facilities, chances are there is a Harvey working there. And I mean working. These folks are highly professional. They're cutting-edge business executives. But these women and men, these Harveys, they are not afraid to get their hands dirty. Oh, and let me tell you, when it comes to giving back to the communities they work with, I have never met or worked with a more generous family in my career. They are always donating, and it's not just money, but time, material. I cannot say enough about this company and this family, the Harveys. So if you've been meeting for a long time to, say, clean up or clean out that old garage or cellar, yard, storage shed, whatever, or if you have any other waste disposal needs, I could not recommend E.L. Harvey & Sons more highly. Give them a call, 508-836-3000, or find them online at E.L. Harvey, that's E-L-H-A-R-V, like victory, E-Y, harvey.com, and tell them Dave Dusso said they're the best. E.L. Harvey and Sons, quietly improving the quality of life with economically affordable and environmentally sensible waste disposal and recycling since 1911. guess what? It's time for this week's recipe of the week. This is how this recipe of the week works. You send us an email. Send it to me at dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. You put in the subject line recipe of the week. You give us the recipe ingredients. A short one paragraph, if you can, 
explanation how you make the meal, any background or history. You can also send a picture of yourself if you'd like. And if you do that, we will put that picture on the website for the whole week. If we choose your recipe and you are the recipe of the week winner, you win a $100 gift certificate. This week's recipe of the week winner is Carol P. And she is from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And she has won a $100 gift certificate to Shane's Barbecue. You cannot go wrong. And she sent in a really interesting recipe. And, you know, people ask me a lot, why? how do you guys choose or why do you choose certain recipes? Because this is a plant-based stir-fry that has a plant-based sausage. So it's meatless. And a lot of times in this day and age, still people are like, bah. You know, when we were kids and they had plant-based and vegetarian, basically you were eating sticks and there wasn't a lot of creativity back then. And if anyone even mentioned, you know, if your mom said, let's go out and try something vegetarian, your dad would go, vegetarian, that's ridiculous. We're not eating vegetarians. Only hippies and freaks eat vegetarians. And then you grew up in, in your younger days, in your 20s and 30s, and someone would say to you the same thing, and then you would say the same thing your father did, even as the food started to evolve and to get really good. There's a lot of good plant-based, a lot of good vegetarian diets, and and near I say great gourmet food now. This isn't gourmet, but this is good old-fashioned uh, uh, sausage and, and peppers and onions. It's just with this plant-based sausage, and it's really good. What you're going to do is cut up your onions and peppers, a little bit of salt on there if you want, a little sugar so they'll caramelize. I'm going to put it in a wok. She didn't use a wok, but I'm going to put it in a wok. Well, once it gets hot with some olive oil, once it's good and hot, going to put your uh, onions and peppers in there. I'm actually going to add one thing to this. I'm going to add a habanero pepper because I'm going to heat this thing up just a little bit. And as they start to cook down and they start to caramelize, I'm going to put in a little bit of that uh, dinner dust from Bubs and Mudda's. And you could find that at cookingsomethinggood.com. We're going to add that in. You don't have to. This is all optional at this point. And once they start to caramelize, I'm going to take them out. I'm going to take my plant-based sausage. I'm going to put them in the same pan. I've added a little more olive oil. Remember, this is plant-based sausage, so you don't have to cook the meat through and through like you do regular sausage. And even regular sausage and pork is no longer a, uh, an automatic trigonosis. There is no more trigonosis in this country. But you don't have to cook it that long. You can cut it up, which I will do. I'm going to cut it up in about quarter-inch sections, and I'm going to throw it into a very hot wok that I'd already been using for my peppers and onions. And I'm just going to brown these, get a nice searry brown on them. I'm going to put my sausage and onions back in. At the same time, I'm going to uh, throw some very thinly sliced garlic that I had. And I'm going to just toss those around in that olive oil for maybe another minute or so. You can serve this as a sandwich. You can serve this over rice. You can serve this over anything that you want. It is really good. It is sausage, peppers, and onions, but the sausage is plant-based. It is this week's recipe of the week, and it comes to us from Carol P. in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Congratulations, Carol. And remember, you too can be a $100 gift certificate winner. We love when you interact with us, so please keep doing it. We enjoy hearing from you. All you got to do is send uh, your recipe and your picture into recipe of the week and send it to dave at cookingsomethinggood.com and maybe we'll pick yours and maybe you'll be a winner. We're going to take a break when we come back more here on Cooking Something Good. 
Hey, foodies, do you have kids? Maybe you're a railroad buff. If you're looking for some great family-friendly fun or you're just a train nerd like me, then the Conway Scenic Railroad is a must because they not only combine family fun with the feeling of old-time rail travel, but they have great full kitchen cars and offer different meal options depending on what excursion you choose. A train ride with the kids, food and drinks, the beautiful New Hampshire countryside, it's a great day in beautiful North Conway. And after your trip on the Conway Scenic Railroad, there's still so much to do. North Conway is a restaurant town, it's an outdoor activities town, and for people who love to shop, there's great little artsy boutiques as well as the Settler's Green Outlets. So if you like to shop, this is a great town. For more information about the Conway Scenic Railroad, go to cookingsomethinggood.com and click on the little train icon that says Conway Scenic Railroad. The Conway Scenic Railroad. It's an old-fashioned railroading experience. Hey, all you foodie gastromaniacs. I want to take just a moment and talk to you about Cooking Something Good's website. It's cookingsomethinggood.com. And cookingsomethinggood.com is a place for foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, and more. You can go there to buy gift certificates to restaurants. You can buy food-related items. You can buy specialty food items from around New England and around the country. And if you have something that you want to sell, you can actually sell your product if it's food-related at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's a website that is just for foodies. And it's a place you can go and know that whatever the deals are, that they're good deals because we approve everything that goes up there. It's cookingsomethinggood.com. It is the official website of Cooking Something Good. Cookingsomethinggood.com. Foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, and more. Brought to you by us here at Cooking Something Good. Hey, all you foodie fanatics, all you gastromaniacs, it's that time of day. It's time for the Cooking Something Good foodie know-it-all question of the day. Every day we ask a question, one of our listeners gives an answer, and then we give them a gift certificate. Today it's a $10 gift certificate to Casey's Barbecue in Manchester. All you have to do is be the first person to call 732-336-1040. You're the first person, we're going to mail you a gift certificate, and it's yours. You can't beat that. Today's question is, flour cooked with fat is known to make what? I suppose there are two answers. One could be a heart surgeon, right? But uh, that's not the answer we're looking for. Flour cooked with fat is known to make what? What? Be the first person to call 732-336-1040. You'll be a winner from your good friends here at Cooking Something Good. Hey, guess what? That's it. Just like that. Another show has started, progressed through some interesting things, had some great deals, and now it's coming to an end. It's always the saddest part of the foodie world when cooking something good comes to an end but there is a light at the other end of the tunnel because we will be back tomorrow thank you so much for joining us we are grateful we appreciate it we hope you have as much fun as we do go out make today you make today 
a great day. Don't let it come to you. You take it by the horns and you make it a great day. And we will see you tomorrow here on Cooking Something Good. <laughs>